2: Join me in a round of applause for Nancy Reagan.
0: Hi, I'm Rachel Hampton. And I'm Madison Malone-Kercher. You're listening to ICYMI. In case you missed it. Slate's podcast about
3: internet culture. Madison, I feel like we have to start with the most important business of the day, which is this TikTok that you found that actually I'm kind of offended you didn't send me. You just tweeted it. Rachel, Mm -hmm. What's that
0: saying about, you know, fool me once, fool me twice? Uh, How many TikToks have I sent you to absolutely radio silence?
3: No comment. Mm -hmm.
0: That's why I didn't send it to you. I couldn't take the emotional turmoil of wondering if you hated me or not.
3: It is mildly hilarious that the the easiest way to get a response... (laughs) it rather than to text it to me directly <laughs> but because you found it I feel as if you should describe it <laughs> vaguely and without spoilers
0: this tiktok is like if you drew a venn diagram of rachel's interests and my interests. this tiktok is the thing in the middle uh and it is a a pair of cast members from what appears to be a like community theater or high school production of the sound of music they're in the full-on like little sailor tea with jam jam and bread kind of outfits. So that's your mental picture. And I think I'll just let the TikTok take it from here.
3: How old are you, Liesl? 16. How long have you been 16? A while. It's just perfect. And now we're going to ruin it by explaining the joke to people who don't get it. (laughs) Liesl is
0: 16, as in I am 16 going on 17, innocent as a rose, etc. And Rachel, I feel like the next part I have to give you.
3: It's all me. There is a iconic scene in Twilight where it's the scene where basically Bella finally guesses that Edward is a vampire and she asks him, How old are you? And he says, 17. And then she asks, How long have you been 17? And he says, a while. And so this TikTok, again, perfect overlap of me and Madison's interest.
0: I'm broken, and so my brain immediately went to, oh, how can I rewrite the entirety of the lyrics to 16 Going on 17 to be about Twilight? And uh, I've decided the opening lines are something like, your life, little girl, is an empty page that men will want to bite on. Wow.
3: The only time you've made a pun, a wordplay joke that I am fully endorsing, because my mind went the opposite direction, which was, how do I rewrite Twilight to make it about... Nazis? (laughs) (laughs) ...Liesel... not Nazis (laughs) Austrian refugees from World War II Austrian
0: refugees do you know in the film that they walk the wrong direction do they (laughs) yeah wait so where would they have ended up
3: in the movie I like Nazi occupied somewhere okay I was like I don't understand European geography (laughs) or any geography. We're not here to talk about (laughs) how much geography I do or do not understand. Instead, today, we're going to be talking to one of our absolute favorite people on the internet. Her name is Kate Lindsay. She's the co-creator of the embedded newsletter on Substack. And it is an incredible resource that just goes into extreme detail on the kind of weird pockets of the internet. She's here talking to us about some of her online habits Advice for how to try and live a healthier online life, which me and Madison both definitely need. Actually, I'm just going to say me. I'm not going to speak for you, Madison. Maybe you're healthy. As anyone who has listened to this podcast for even, let's say,
0: six minutes will know, I certainly (laughs) am not. But we're not going to talk about that anymore because it's embarrassing for me. Before we get to Kate, though, uh, it is time to play our favorite game, the one that demonstrates precisely how uh, broken our brains are, High Speed Downloads.
3: You know them, you love them, and they're back. After the break, we will have a wild story about Nancy Reagan's horny past and a cat covered in butter? Meow. I have a special announcement for you today. Slate is having a holiday sale. For a limited time, we're offering our annual Slate Plus membership at $25 off for your first year. It's a great deal. Think of it like this. You pay about $10 or $15 per month for your music and streaming subscriptions. With Slate Plus, for less than $4 per month, you can get member-exclusive episodes from shows like One Year, How To, Amicus, and Political Gap Fest. You get no ads on any of our podcasts, including this one, and unlimited reading on the Slate site. And best of all, you'll be supporting our show and Slate's journalism. Sign up for Slate Plus at slate.com slash Again, we're giving you $25 off your first year as a member through December 29th. So sign up now at Slate.com slash plus.
1: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night.
3: And we're back with some high-speed downloads.
0: If you're not familiar, high-speed downloads is a game we play where Rachel and I have 60 seconds to recount a recent story or meme or event on the internet that swept across our feeds and uh, do it as quickly as humanly possible. If you don't like listening to people talk really, really quickly, we recommend listening to this at about .75x speed. Mm 0.5x will sound drunk. That's fun, too. Rachel, what do you got for us
3: today? First, an apology. I'm so sorry for what I'm about to do. Second, I'm talking about Nancy Reagan and her um, allegedly very, very raunchy past. Oh, so this is an apology and also a content warning. Yes. All
0: right, Rachel, you ready? Your throat clear?
3: Yes, it is. I'm not going to do that too many times because I feel like people don't like that sound. (laughs) (laughs) I realized that setup was dirtier than I meant it to be. But oh well, you've got 60 seconds on the clock. Three, two, one, go. Okay, back in November, Madonna uploaded a photo of her nipple, and everybody was like, okay, cool, but then Instagram was like, no nipples. So then Madonna re-uploaded it, and then for some reason, New York Post decided to write up this entire saga as Gen Z hates Madonna's nipples, which I don't even know where the fuck that came from. Also, somehow 50 skins involved. Also, The View does a similar segment that's like, why Gen Z hates Madonna's nipples. I literally don't understand what's happening. But then, for some reason, this turns into a thing where in which Ben Shapiro's sister, Abby Shapiro, decides to, uh, like, do a fucking photo spread between... comparing Madonna and Nancy Reagan being like, would you rather be Madonna at 64 or Nancy Reagan at 63? And classic living versus trashy living. But the key thing here is Madonna's not the only one living a trashy lifestyle. Fucking Nancy Reagan, apparently, back in the day, was getting around town on the MG lot and was giving a lot of fucking blowjobs. So one point, at one point, she wrote a fucking letter to Ronald Reagan about how much she missed his hot dog. Hot dog means dick, I feel I must say that. And so it's just like such a perfect symbolism of how, like, fucking hypocritical conservatism is.
0: Rachel, thank you so much for explaining that hot dog means dick. I never would have gotten there. I'm
3: out of breath now. A familiar feeling for Nancy Reagan.
0: (laughs) All right. As uh, enlightening as that oral history was,
3: (laughs) you do get one final thought. Honestly, I feel like I got it all. I don't really have much else to say, other than the fact that like it's not there's no there's nothing wrong with being good at blowjobs. In fact, congrats. It's just deeply hilarious that Nancy Reagan, who Deeply. I can't help myself, that she, you know, was this emblem of conservatism and sex negativity. And she was out here, you know, being the throat goat, the original throat goat of the forties and fifties. And by goat, I mean greatest of all time, not the animal.
0: That was really quite a lot,
3: Rachel. (sighs) That's what she said. All right, Madison, now that we're all caught up with Nancy Reagan, what do you have for us?
0: Well, Rachel, it involves uh, office politics and somebody
3: buttering a cat. Okay, you have 60 seconds on the clock. Are you ready?
0: I am. This one goes out to... All the people on our mentions who asked for this, you're welcome. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> okay, three, two, one, go.
0: First, you need to understand the M. I the Asshole subreddit. People post anecdotes about themselves in wild situations and ask the internet to adjudicate if they're being an asshole. Those stories always make their way over to Twitter in the form of screenshots where they get re adjudicated. They are very clearly often fake. We do not care, do you hear me on ICYMI? We don't care that M. I the Asshole stories are fake because are you not entertained? This week's AITA du jour involves a person who works in an office with two cats, Jorts and Jean. The person will be called OP. So, Jean is a smart tortoiseshell cat, and Jorts is an orange cat with a penchant for getting locked inside closets. That's Jorts, like Jean Shorts, which is a good name for a cat. I don't even like pets, and that's true. Uh, Jorts keeps closing the door where the cats get their food. So he and Gene get stuck in there. Opie's colleague Pam, not her real name, is trying to teach George not to do this, which Opie says is useless because Gene is smart, but Jorts is a dumb sweetie. She's also <laughs> trying to teach him to clean himself better. This will be important later. When the OP told Pam jokingly they couldn't expect Jean's tortoiseshell smarts from Jorts the orange cat, and he installed a doorstop to fix the closet issue, Pam said he was perpetuating quote-unquote ethnic stereotypes. HR got involved Ten and obviously did course. not side with Pam. They also said Pam uh, uh, could no longer assign her co-workers tasks involving training Jorts. OP in a follow-up post said he did apologize to Jorts because we all deserve to be treated with respect and dignity at work. So Jorts is getting an upgrade on his bed. He's also getting...
3: Ah, Wow. I gotta say, the thing about Am I the Asshole posts is they're very long, and there's a lot of text. So considering the amount of text that this this thing included, you got through a lot. It takes so long just to say Am I the Asshole. Oh, I just say Ida. Could have told me that before. Well,
0: (laughs) I didn't make it to the butter, so...
3: Yeah, you promised me butter, and I got no butter. So what's going on with the butter?
0: Okay, so like I mentioned very rapidly... Mm. Things are about to get better for Jorts around the workplace. Jorts' staff bio (laughs) photo is no longer going to be of a potato. Pam has said she will stop putting Jorts in unnecessary situations as uh, learning opportunities. (laughs) Most crucially, Pam has admitted to having buttered, uh, well actually it was margarine, so she (laughs) margarined Jorts' fur in an attempt to teach him grooming skills, uh, which Mm. made Jean, who often helps Clean jorts. She looks jorts. Uh, it, it made Jean shit her pants, and then she went to the vet. Cats shit. don't wear pants.
3: Jeans? I was like, shit hurt her jorts?
0: Pam will no longer be applying, but her alternative spreads to any of her colleagues. Case closed.
3: I just... There were so many twists and turns, and now there's an alarmingly specific rule in this workplace that I can only imagine any new colleagues will be like, why the fuck is there a rule about not applying margarine to our colleagues?
0: Oh, oh, wait, I, I forgot something. I'm going to cheat. I failed at this high-speed download, I'm sorry, but everyone simply needs to know this. So this workplace apparently had five people who were unvaccinated, and four of them chose to get vaccinated to protect the cats, which is, I think, <gasps> the first useful thing a cat has ever done in history.
3: Okay. Okay, I will not take your cat slander here, but I still have a lot of questions and I still feel like none of them are going to get answered.
0: <laughs> That's correct, because we are all out of time for downloads. And when we get back from taking a breather, we'll be talking with Kate Lindsay, co creator of Embedded, one of my favorite newsletters about the internet. We'll be back with Kate after
3: the break. And I want to know what this wild TV experiment was really about. Split Screen Kid Nation, a six-part podcast from CBC. Available now.
0: All right. We are back with Kate Lindsay, writer and co-founder of the newsletter Embedded. Kate, talk to us a little bit about how Embedded came to you, sprung from your brain from a headache or something
2: from a headache yeah it was actually pretty apt so basically my editor nick catucci and i the big thing was we had to sh- like steer clear of covering like the really really big creators so um we were like more medium to smaller size communities are actually like much more much more engaged they're denser and they're honestly more interesting and i think it's so much more interesting uh to see how regular people are doing new things and so that's kind of whenever i'm like trying to decide on a story i try to see if it like comes back to that like is this someone who is a human using the internet in a new and interesting way and we just like go from there you mentioned
0: that embedded focuses on niche topics that that was like a a conscious decision you guys made and i think that's why i like it so much and i think it's also why i often find myself opening it and going damn (laughs) <laughs> i uh, I'll only admit that once. That was it. Please enjoy it. Uh, we, we are going to use you for a little bit of fan service right now because we recently got an email from an ICYMI guy named Katie Joe. Hey, Katie Jo, this one's for you. Uh, whose email essentially boiled down to thniederry? Oh, mm-hmm. What the fuck? So th- thneedery is T-H-N-E-E-D-E-R-Y. Uh, if that sounds like a fake word, it's because it is. And I was wondering if you could perhaps... I know you covered this in a newsletter, Katie Joe. Go read it. But briefly, could you explain sneetery?
2: Yes, so this is something that I stumbled upon on TikTok where I was already late to the joke because basically the first video I saw was a girl or a woman trying on this dress. I think it was a free people dress, and the point is that the dress could be worn a bunch of different ways, but it meant that when it's not on, the dress looks like a pair of, like, shredded tights. And so it was, like, this woman trying it on, and then it was interrupted by a stitch of this creator named Rachel, I believe, um just staring at the screen where... And then the sound that was playing was a song from the 2012 Lorax movie. Look at this dress, girl.
1: Look at this dress. Look at me in this dress.
2: And it had tons of likes and all these comments that seemed to understand what was happening. And I was like, what is this? And I I went to go look, and basically this creator's entire account is stitching people who are wearing or showing something that could constitute a thneed. And a thneed is from Dr. Seuss's The Lorax. And it is a product that is made out of the leaves of these types of trees. And basically the point of the product is it can be anything. You can wear it as a hat. You can make it a hammock. You can wear it as a shirt. Like it turns into a bunch of different things. And so the only thing she does, she doesn't even talk. She just interrupts a video of someone using what (laughs) legally could be a thneed, (laughs) stares at the camera, Yeah, (laughs) and then stares at the camera and this song plays, and it just, I think because it is so hard to explain, but, like, if you know, you know, and it just gets funnier every single time because for so many people, like, I've started to see now, I'm, like, I'm, like, watching a like, someone try on something, and I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be a phneed video, and then out of nowhere, she just, like, appears and is staring, and it's just so funny that, like, all the comments are like, why am, like, how did I get on the side of TikTok, like, like, someone commented, like, why am I on phneed talk, why are you everywhere, please, I have a family, like, it was so, like, she just, like, interrupts, it's just someone interrupting your, what you think is innocent scrolling, but actually, you're looking at what she calls an <laughs> act <active> of <thneatery. laughs>
3: It is always funny when something ends up on a side of the internet where you're just like, where did you come from? And I think that more than any other app, TikTok kind of does that because it's just so hyper-specific.
2: I can describe the person TikTok, like, thinks I am. Like, okay. it nails some of the things in that I, like, live in Brooklyn. It also thinks, it for sure thinks I'm a lesbian. But I think it's because of hey. my, like... Kate, um, this is a safe space, as I mentioned. <laughs> 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 it, I I think because of my general just any any straight TikTok thing, I'm like I'm not interested in that. It is like. oh my god sorry my boyfriend is calling me even though i told him this was happening hold on okay um wow he thinks the lady doth protect too much i just realized what i was like oh i'm so sorry my boyfriend's calling me um let me just tell him to shut up
3: (laughs) (laughs) honestly perfect timing perfect timing He sensed a change in the force. I know he he was like threatening to
2: become a lesbian (laughs) and he was like because of TikTok. Okay. Um for me, I, I, yeah, it's it thinks I'm a lesbian. I'm like happy being in that community, even though like it's not necessarily accurate. But
3: okay, so we've got lesbian in Brooklyn,
2: lesbian Brooklyn. I'll go. I'll uh, just
3: show myself out. Right, I, know.
2: <laughs> I get, I get a lot of animals. Like that's like very cliche, but like I'll watch any video with a cat or a dog in it. Um, my sister is, cause she gets like. The most bizarre, like, some woman being like, like, she, she sends them to people because they're so crazy they'll be like how i how you can like do natural immunity to covid with like a yoni egg or something like the most bizarre (laughs) stuff and my sister will like send it to me and i will be like i can see like you know the text and i'm like i'm not clicking on that because i'm not doing to my for you page what it has done to yours (laughs) um and so she's yeah so
3: much self-control i cannot resist (laughs) opening anything
2: I, I literally, she does this mostly on reels, to be honest. She'll just forward me the reel. And I, to, I okay. tell her, like, every time she sends me one, I'm like, I've actually not watched a single one of these that you've sent me because I can see, just, like, you've gotten yourself shoehorned into some really bizarre side of this app that I want no mm-hmm. part of. Mm hmm.
3: Wow. Honestly, I'm what I'm getting from this interview is that I should try to have as much self-control as you do.
2: <laughs> Listen, if you want to be in my safe space of Brooklyn lesbians on TikTok, I, I can't speak for that community, but you're certainly invited to sort of be an loper with me. <laughs> Madison is
3: like, um...
2: We're
0: full. We're full up. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like, um, oh, no, no, thank
2: you. <laughs> uh,
0: Kate, what is the one thing you would recommend for maintaining in theory a healthy relationship with the internet
2: muting this is i don't know why it took me this long i think there was a part of me that was like i need to like raw dog the internet or else i'm like a (laughs) failure oh my god (laughs) like i need to take it as it is i thought that you know, in order to properly be a scholar of the internet and a person who is, like, an active member of society, that it would be somehow a cop-out, to do anything that messed with sort of the authentic flow of the internet I experienced. And I would be, like, think like literally being, like, the world's ending, the world's ending, the world's ending, as I'm, like, in line to get a mocha. And so I muted, like, all COVID words. I muted, like, COVID in all caps, COVID, like, lowercase, like, like... And then I, I muted like end of the world, climate change, da, 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 like all this stuff. And I truly thought I would spend most of my time scrolling and be worried that I was missing something. And I promise, I like I try to tell this to everyone now. Like you do not notice, and the effect it had on my overall mental health was like instant. When I wasn't just you know, like if you I you can just go read the news. Like just go read the news. That was
3: actually my next question. Yeah, mine too. Where do you- <laughs> I, unfortunately, even though I know better, do get a lot of my news from Twitter. But so where do you get your news since you have taken most of the, (laughs) you filtered all of it out of your news feed?
2: (laughs) So I will just go, the New York Times is my homepage, I will just go and I have a rule where I'm like, you can read it once because I would just get, the big thing is I would just get into these spirals. There's so much news and you actually don't need as much as, at least personally, I don't need as much news news. Um, as there is the potential to get served to me at any given moment, I just need to kind of know what's happening and then move on. Your tip about
0: muting, uh, very, very helpful. I'm curious if you have other internet life hacks you swear by.
2: This is weirdly one I learned from reading that piece that Tavi Gevinson wrote for The Cut where she was like, I don't check Instagram first thing in the morning because she doesn't want that to be her reality. Like, I'll wake up and turn off my alarm, which is on my phone. But then I really, I'm like, I need to do some type of meaningful action (laughs) that is a real life based before I uh, open my phone. And so what I'll Mm. do is if I can't think of anything, I'll just water every plant in my apartment (laughs) just Uh as like, just to get up. And be like, earth, grass. (laughs) Like, um, even if it's just like unload the dishwasher. This is the dishwasher brag. um, I was like, wow, humble brag in New York. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, I'll be like, just do that. Like, just do something so your day is rooted in like the tangible physical space around you and not what's on my phone. That's
3: so smart. I'm just (laughs) thinking of how many times I've woken up rolled over, turned my alarm off, and immediately checked Slack and/or yes. and or Gmail. And now I'm thinking, maybe that's not the best relationship to have to wake yeah, you up. Yeah, you could get up and empty your dishwasher, Rachel. <laughs> oh, wait. oh You know what, Madison? My New Year's resolution is to never speak to you again. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, Kate Lindsay completely
0: derailed the yeah. ICYMI podcast.
2: <laughs> so since We're- you
0: can't listen to us anymore, uh, where can people find you on the internet, Kate?
2: So you can find me on Instagram posting very sparingly, uh, at Catherine Fiona and at Catherine Fiona, you can also find me on Twitter where I will only post stuff about work. And if you see me posting anything personal, you can scold me. Cause that was something I decided like years ago, then embedded on at least for now it's Tuesdays through Fridays, but who knows, maybe in a few months, it'll be different. That's just what the kind of levity and spontaneity you can expect from the newsletter. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad we could finally get you on the show. (laughs) Thank you for
3: having me. Once again, that was Kate Lindsay, the
0: co-creator of Embedded, which is a newsletter you can find on Substack. Go subscribe. You won't regret it. All right, that's the show. We'll be back in your feed on Wednesday, so please subscribe. It's free. The best way to make sure you never miss an episode, never miss a TikTok, never miss a newsletter recommendation, never miss a blowjob fun. Also, leave us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends about us. Follow us on Twitter. We're at ICYMI underscore pod. Uh, you can DM us your questions. We will also accept notes about other famous conservatives who were running around town just sucking dick. Um, and, of course, there's always email. Those notes are fine there, too. ICYMI at Slate.com.
3: ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader. Our supervising producer is Derek John. We are edited by Forrest Wickman and Allegra Frank. Amber Smith is senior manager of podcast audience development. And Alicia Montgomery is executive producer of Slate Podcast. See you online. Or around the MGM lot. Three 2 1 go Okay so back in over Madonna up- uploaded a photo where you could see your nipple chill totally normal thing that Obama that M- Madonna does oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> I got to start I don't know why I said Obama we got to take that again
1: <laughs> Hi